Hi, and welcome to Fashion Talks, the podcast about thinking and moving through the world through the lens of fashion. I'm your host, Donna Bishop, and it is so great to be back. It's been a while. This is episode one of our new season, and I am so happy to be here. If you don't already, you can find us on Instagram. I love getting DMs there. You can follow the podcast at Fashion Talks Pod. If you could give a follow there, that would be so appreciated. Today, I'm super excited to have Naomi Shapiro, the founder and creative director of Rock and Karma, a long-standing established uh, brand here in Canada. And we're going to talk about the positive power of clothes. She's got a really unique perspective with all of her years, having a storefront and being one-on-one with her clients for almost the entirety of her career. We're gonna talk about her journey from high school street vendor to this established designer and so much interesting insights into what that's meant and where she had to dig to do that. Before we get to the conversation, let me tell you a little bit more about Naomi. Canadian designer who has always had a unique sense of style, a vibrant personality, and a fashion-forward mindset. From graduating in fashion design, street vending in her teen years, to now three-level flagship boutique on Queen Street West, a very cool neighborhood in Toronto, it's truly been a labor of love. Her fashion brand, Rockin' Karma, co-created with her sister, Devra Shapiro, continues to flourish after 25 years of success. I can't wait for you to listen. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get to the conversation. Hello, Naomi. I am so excited to have you here on Fashion Talks today. I'm so excited to be here. Nice to see you, Donna. <laughs> nice to see you too. Before we get into so many of the amazing elements of, of your story and some of the psychology that I know you are, uh, you know, have a have a superpower in, tell us your story. How did you how did you come to be the founder of Rock and Karma? Okay. Well, I've always loved fashion since I've been a kid. I always loved different. I always liked to wear different. I knew that when I was a kid. So I was fortunate enough to come from a family of fashion, therefore had accessibility to different things, nice styles, cool people to kind of admire their style. And growing up, I always just kind of gravitated to things that were different. And my parents were very good with that. So they were very encouraging to, you know, dress with whatever you like, right? Always liked nice quality things because I had accessibility to that as well. Mm-hmm. And also knew that, you know, not everything was going to be 100%. I couldn't buy whatever I necessarily wanted to buy, So, but knew what good quality was. So as a teenager, I started making my own pieces of clothing. And one summer when I was 17 years old, I wanted to sell those items. And how was I going to sell those items? I started street vending. Oh, entrepreneur (laughs) from early days. (laughs) So, so I started street vending and that went on for about five years. And that was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. Indirectly through that, I met Marilyn Brooks, who's my mentor. Very important woman in the Canadian fashion. 
She's amazing. She's an amazing woman who was the first Canadian designer to show so many things. So she's a mentor to a lot of people in this fashion industry. And I met her while I was street vending. So I was in school taking fashion design, met her and worked for her for a couple of years. I think she thinks it was like I worked for her forever because we're still very good friends to this day. And she basically said to me, Naomi, you know what? Like, as much as I appreciate you and everything else, I really think that you should go it on your own because I had my own business previous to working for her. So that is what I did. And I ended up with kiosks in different malls across Toronto and, um, and sold different things that I was making. And then became business partners with my sister um, maybe six years later. So the two of us worked together pretty much equally. We're like yin and yang and we balance each other very, very well, which is great. And one day I went on a trip overseas to Indonesia and I ended up befriending somebody that is currently my business partner a lot is a brother, uh, two brothers, and it's me and my sister. And the four of us have been working together for the last 29 years on a handshake, which is not your average story. And we work exclusively with one another and we are like family. So that's in a nutshell, that's kind of like my, how I got started to, to now. <laughs> and do you have a storefront now? Like from like, once you started working with the Indonesia, like the Indonesia family, do you have like, you're yes, not I, kiosks yes. anymore. Yes. So do you have a bricks yeah. and mortar? Yeah. So I'm on Queen West. That's where I'm located now. And previous to here, I was in Yorkville for 12 years. So I've had a brick and mortar for I think I had a brick, actually, I had a brick and mortar when I was 23 years old. I had a place at Queens Key Terminal. So I was at Queens Key Terminal, then kiosks across the city, Eaton Center for about 10 years, uh, currently on Queen West. Uh, but Yorkville, as I said, yeah, for 12 years or something like that. Oh, wait. So the, 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 walks of life that you would have seen in all those many places and all like through those, those many, many yeah. years, I want to dig into that in a second, but yeah. you know, before we get into more of your story, I have this belief yeah. that all of us who love fashion, especially who work in this crazy, wonderful industry called fashion, we all have that moment when we realize that clothing, that fashion is something more than just fabric to protect us from the elements, that it has some other power or usefulness. Do you have a moment when you had that kind of realization? I think that I've always had that realization that clothing is, is exactly what you're saying. It is a power. I think that you know, everyone's different. Some people are all about it and others aren't. And that's okay. It's like everyone has different interests and stuff. But there's no doubt that when you are getting dressed in the morning, you know, I one day can look one way, one day I can look another way. It's all on how you feel. And when you put something on your body, it does give you a feeling other than just like comfort warmth. Because when you explore different things, it puts you in a different mood, right? It's just like when the sun comes out in the morning, you're going to have a different feeling than if it's snowing outside, right? So yes. every day you get dressed different ways for different reasons. And I guess at the end of the day for myself, I've always beat to my own drum. So I don't really 
necessarily care what anybody else thinks as far as how I dress. The one thing I will say about fashion is I think there is a time and a place for everything. So therefore you're not going to just, you know, even though I like different, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to go anywhere dressing different, right? So I'm always respectful for wherever I'm going to, et cetera. But there's no doubt that I beat to my own drum and, 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 and wear what, what feels right for me. And being in this business, one of the things I've been able to do is I've been able to have other people come out of their comfort, comfort zone of what they think that they should be wearing to, um, either styling them so that they feel like, Oh, that looks really, that, that, that works for me. I never knew I could wear that kind of thing. But when you talk about empowering, there's no doubt that when you wear something that that really, really works for you, it does empower you. Do you no have a memory maybe from when you were a kid? Is there an outfit that you can kind of see in your mind where you remember feeling that like the joy of difference? Well, I, yeah, well, I remember the joy of difference when I was like in the schoolyard and I was wearing this like fake fur sheepskin vest while I was on the bars doing kind of gymnastics and thinking, I'm the only person here dressed like this and I'm still having fun and I love it. And, you know, but I also remember too, at times being with people and I remember being in fashion design and I was really proud of myself on something that I had made and being out with a group of girls and someone was like, take that off. And I'm like, I really got to figure out do I even, it was a friend of a friend. And I thought, and I, and I think I did at the time because I just didn't want the fight. Meaning like, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? But what I recognized from all of that is we, we are people and we have the choice to wear whatever we want. And if someone isn't going to appreciate you for that, then it might not be somebody that you really want to hang around because I don't judge people for the way that they dress nor should someone judge me for the way I was dressed. And those are people's own insecurities. Can you describe a little bit, and we'll put in the show notes, like people can follow you on Insta and we'll link all that down below. What's the rock and karma aesthetic? Because I want to get into like, you you talk a lot about like pushing people out of their comfort zones, but I want people to uh, get a bit of a visual for what, what do they see when they walk into rock and karma on Queen West? So what they see is, um, well, I trademarked, I will never stop wearing black. So they'll definitely see a lot of black clothing. And I also trademarked. It's a classic. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> and they'll also see at the back of the store, I have a sign that says, and I trademarked this as well. I wear whatever the fuck I want to wear. And really, I'm all about everybody's different and everybody has different styles. And when you walk into the store, there, if you, there's something um, you know, not everyone's going to wear black, right? So if you don't like black, I do a lot of color. So our company is rock and karma and the rock is kind of that either black clothing or black clothing with a bit of edge to it, which they'll find, which is nice because they're not going to look like everybody else. And a lot of the clothing they're going to be fought, that they're going to find is statement pieces, which is something that, you know, everyone wants in their wardrobe, like, you know, a piece that when they walk around, they feel empowered in, but also a little bit different that's timeless. So most of our clothing is timeless. And then a lot of our clothing is hand painted and it's very more the karma side of things where it's more just 
easy to wear. It puts a smile on people's faces because the colors are bright. Uh, it's almost like a painting. So when you walk in, there is a lot to choose from. But when you when someone assists you with what's in the store, they'll be able to put the perfect outfit on you. And you're like, man, I love this. Like, I, I didn't even know I could wear it. Or, um, you know, they're just so happy that they found something of good quality that they'll be able to wear forever. Because I really am someone I had said to you at the beginning, I'm all about quality uh, of, of clothing, something that is something you'll have forever. You said something there that I want to dig into a little bit, which is that experience of putting on someone something they would never have chosen for themselves or something, you know, that pushes their comfort zone a little bit. Because, you know, when you describe the store, I, I think of it as having kind of the continuum of the security of all black through to like the big swings of like the statement, you know, pieces that you're so known for. So what assumptions do you see people making? Cause I know people come in and they want that Naomi, like, you know, read me, tell me, tell me what you think, you know, might be my thing. What do you see people assuming about fashion or what they're, what they are allowed or what they believe they can wear? What do you see people thinking yeah. about when they come in? I think a lot of people think in general that they can't wear this or they can't wear that. The average person thinks that they're not able to, or sometimes the truth is a lot of people just don't know what works on them. So they stick to stuff that's very, very safe. Right. But and when why someone, do you think they don't believe, like, what do you think is happening in their heads that they're like, Oh, that's not for me. Like, it's just a well, shirt. I think like, it's, I know it's like, it's, I think that we're kind of, we have things in our head that we're supposed to look a certain way right? So a lot of people stick to things that are safe and there's nothing wrong with that, right? But when you are in design, I think one of the reasons that people go into design is because they like the art of being able to create something that's not like everybody else. And how do you translate that to the average person? And how you translate that to the average person is taking the time to show somebody, hey, you know what? Just take a moment to try something on. I won't be offended if it's not for you, but let me show you what works on you. And most people at the end of the day end up appreciating the time that you take, the time that you listen to them, to what their needs are and show them something that they would not have taken themselves. And then they're just like super happy that they've had that experience. Right. It happened to me yesterday in the store. So I think it's just, and that makes me really happy when somebody comes in or you, you know, I've always been size inclusive since I've been, um, since I've been a teenager actually. So I've always sold to all different walks of life, et cetera, all different kinds of people from all over the world. A lot of that has to do with the fact that I also, I, I don't think I mentioned to you, but I also had a location at the airport at one point in my life at, uh, at Air Canada. And you meet so you many people. You are seeing all the people, all the places. <laughs> all of the places. And then, you know, being at the Eaton Centre is where I really, really, really met so many different people. And I, I am a people person. I love people. So I would always show them, even on my little kiosk, you know, what works. And I think people really appreciated that realness and for people that don't, you know what, that's okay too. If someone doesn't want to be spoken to or someone isn't open to something, you know, that's their choice. 
But when they walk into my space, there's no doubt that if they're asking me for something, I will definitely show them. And in nine times out of 10 or 95% of the time, they do appreciate it. So I know you're not a psychologist. So this is, you know, purely like (laughs) expert of the world, you know, opinion, but you know, you you've seen so many people for so many years. What is the fear people have of of fashion that is a little bit beyond what we'll call, you know, their safety net? Do you have a sense of what they're? I think like, what yeah, they're afraid of. Yeah, I will go back to what I said earlier on in the conversation, which was I was wearing something that somebody would not, someone who was very, very basic didn't like it. I was wearing a neon color. That's what it was that I was wearing. I was wearing something that was neon. I had these cool tie-dyed neon shoes with this neon skirt that was really flirty and a little top. And I guess it was a little bit bright. And it was very fashionable at the time. This person wasn't so fashionable. I guess what went through their brain is, oh, people are going to be looking, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't wear that because people were going to look at, I was just proud of the fact that I had made this outfit. I think today when someone is looking at something, there are different reasons as to why they want something or why they don't want something. Some people don't want to be noticed. Some people do want to be noticed. I don't even think it's about wanting to be noticed or not wanting to be noticed. I think it's about being comfortable in your own skin. Mm -hmm. So if somebody wants to wear all black all the time, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. If someone wants to wear color all the time, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's a matter of putting something on somebody that they normally wouldn't put on that suits them, that puts a smile on their face. And after wearing it, probably gets more compliments than they'd ever imagine and ends up really the reason that I do what I do is because overall, most of the people that have bought our product over the years are like, they'll never get rid of it. It's something that they'll just pass on to the next person. Or even if they don't wear, they'll save because they have so many good memories of it. And some people are just scared to be a little, I guess for a statement piece, I would say some people just never you know, want to be noticed, but if they give, but it it could be a simple jacket with a collar that's off. It's like two collars are different, let's just say. So if I was serving a lawyer, let's just say, they'd be so happy because they're like, okay, I don't need to look like everybody else wearing this suit that the notch collar is the same. Whereas when you bought something from me, maybe, you know, one collar was one way, one collar was another way, which makes it a little bit different. So they feel like, you know, they feel good about it, right? So everybody's story is a different story and how I talk to everybody is also very different because everybody is different. So I also have to understand while talking to different people, they come from different religions to different backgrounds to different nationalities that when I'm speaking to them, I'm talking to them and zoning in on on them and trying to service what works for them. It sounds to me as you're talking that you have a very laser keen respect and understanding of how clothing can be an amplification of how people are feeling about themselves in that moment. And that like comfort of being seen or not seen, we project onto the clothes we're wearing at any given moment as to how that might be perceived or how we are internalizing it ourselves. Yeah, no, that that's true. I just think that like work with what you got. And <laughs> you only you and, and the other thing is you only live once. And 
you know, we've just gone through COVID and I've spoken to a lot of different people. And I think that when you put something on that makes you feel good, you're going to feel better about yourself naturally, regardless of what size you are. You, you work with what you've got, whether you be petite, whether you be not, you know what I mean? Like I've always, my entire life, you know, loved clothing and wanted to be able to wear different things. So I always made things that suited my body type. And my motto has always been work with what you've got, whatever that is. And I live by it, you know, and that means, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say like live every day to the fullest. And it's like, meaning, you know, when people say, well, where am I going to wear something to like, you know, when you go to the supermarket, doesn't mean that you have to be in your sweats, right? You can still be dressed up, you know, you could be anything, you know, you do not need an occasion all of the time to be dressed because when you dress a certain way, you feel like yesterday I had a customer in here and she's a writer and she was saying to me, you know, I, and she owns a lot of my clothing. And she said, it's very funny when I write, I'm always wearing something of yours because I feel better in it. When I feel better in something, I write better. And I said, you know, you'd really like one of my other customers who's a really well-known writer. And she says the same thing. So it's very interesting to hear people's stories as to when they wear things, how they wear things. And yeah, it's just interesting. You know, it's about like women sharing their stories as well. And, you know, what works for them and what doesn't. And when you get a group of women in this location, talking about all of their different stories, and seeing all the different things from over the years that they've kept, it's, it's, it's a real hoot to Oh, my to goodness. <laughs> what did that mean to you to hear that she wears your pieces when she writes? Like that is such <laughs> an intimate and powerful yeah, relationship no, was- to have. Yeah, no, no, it was, no, it was, but it really came down to what we're talking about. It's like, when you feel good, you're able to do things better. Like you're able to write better. You're able to, you know, go out and, and, and be confident. It's a lot of, a lot of it has to do with your confidence as well. It's confident. And also being, you know, it's like when you go to a restaurant, you feel better when you're eating something that you like, whether it's healthy, whether it's not right. So it's the same thing. I mean, it's really at the end of the day you know, just, just, it was an interesting comment though, because she writes from home now, but she said, when I'm writing, I want to feel good with what I'm wearing because what I'm writing about, I just feel good. So my writing is going to go better when I'm, when I'm, I'm not a writer, but, and I really, really, I really, really respect somebody that writes. So it was very interesting to hear that. It is totally interesting. And what it makes me think of is how like confidence is, is something that we can grow and develop, right? And just like our muscles and that fashion to confidence is like weights to health. Like it is a tool that we can use to grow and foster something within us. Yes. Absolutely. And I don't think it's a matter of being seen or not because like some people only wear black, right? And that's okay. But there's so many different styles. You don't have to wear something that's, or you accessorize it. However it is you do something, right? There's always going to be something that, you know, when you have something on, whether it's your shoes, whether it's your glasses, whether it's your hair, whatever it is, something that you have that's part of your everyday attire that makes you feel better. What is that that thing for you? What do you wear when you want to feel better? Like what is, it's all about, it's okay. What do I wear when I want to feel better? 
It's all about the hair. I put color in my hair because I figure I could change my clothes every day. I am not, so I, it's for me, it's like, you know, as I've gotten a little bit older, even though I'll be 23 forever, um, as I've gotten older, I like having fun with fashion. I don't know why people take things so seriously, right? As I said, you only live once and I'm always appropriate wherever I go anywhere. Uh, when I say that, I'm talking about things like going to religious places, et cetera, yeah. being respectful, et cetera, whether you're going to an event and dressing appropriately for that event, meaning you're always respectful for wherever you go. Yeah. But as far as as doing fun things, it's the hair because I'm never going to cut my hair off. That's something I did when I was younger. And so I figure because I'm not going to cut my hair all the time, if I put different colors in it, you know, depending on what I'm wearing, et cetera, you always feel better when you come from the hairdresser. So that's the one thing that I accessorize myself with. And when I'm in a phase, you know, during COVID or in the summertime where it's really hot, you know, it might be about the shoes because I wear my hair up sort of thing. Right. But I always say that I have to be able feel comfortable in what I'm wearing because if I'm not, I'm very uncomfortable. So I dress for what I'm comfortable in. What do you think COVID has done with our relationship with fashion? Oh, it's done a lot of things. It's done many things. To some people, it's gotten them into a slump where you know, they think, you know, they, you know, they've been wearing sweats for so long and some people will continue to and if that works for them, you know, you know, there's all these fashion brands and stuff like that, that have, you know, really, you know, played off on that, including myself at times on the, but that was because we were at home and it was comfortable to wear. Right. But for, for my, my whole thing in fashion, it's always been like, you know, work with what you've got and there's a time for everything. I think though, what's happened is that people, for a lot of people, they've been in comfy clothing for too long and they'd like to wear something that, you know, to get dressed up and go out because it's important for that too. And it's not about the getting dressed up part. It's about the going out part. People have been home for so long that it's important for people to engage in conversation with people out and know that there's a whole world out there and there's music and there's food and there's you know, taking a walk and there's all these different things that we need to get back into doing. And a lot of times it would be nice to get dressed well, meaning, you know, and, and it doesn't mean you can't wear clothing that's old. It just means getting dressed up because you're going to putting some makeup on, or if you don't wear makeup, not putting that makeup on, but just putting themselves together. But during COVID, there were a lot of people that did put themselves together the entire way through because they said to me, if they didn't do it, they'd be in trouble. They probably wouldn't have a position anymore because they, you know, so in order for them to, you know, get up every morning, that's, that was their routine. But I definitely think that what COVID has done to most people is that life is short and you've got to enjoy it as well. And, you know, everyone's definition of enjoying things is, is, is different. So whatever that is, you know, but I've always been a fashion, you know, I've always loved fashion. I've been a, I, there's so many different names I can use for myself when it comes to fashion, but I am a, I love fashion. You, you are, you're a, a, a leader and an inspiration in fashion for sure, Naomi, because yes. I love your, like, your, you know, it sounds kind of like, cliche as we're talking, but your confidence to wear what makes you feel great. And that that has a really like eccentric, colorful, youthful vibe is amazing. I was talking with a friend yesterday about how 
there aren't a lot of great role models for what it means to be a woman, a working woman, when you start to cross over that 50 mark. And I yeah. think fashion is one of those places too, where it's like, there's, there's this generation or, you know, of this consciousness of, I don't want to, I don't want to look like I'm invisible. I don't want to look like I am like, I, like I still want my youthfulness and I still want the fashion. And we have, you know, the sex in the city, just like us ladies, you know, yeah. who are the same age as the golden yes. girls, which I think yes. is crazy. A whole <laughs> yeah, other yeah, conversation. Yeah. Yes. But yes. what do you say, or what are your observations about age and fashion and how those two things can collide so and support I, one another. Yeah. So I would say, first of all, I like their new series that they just had if the sex in the city news series. Mm-hmm. I obviously love that very much because it really showed, you know, I, so that's fabulous. I would say that fashion has no age. I've always thought that way since I've been a kid. Um, I think that there is a time and a place for everything. And it doesn't matter if you're 10 or if you're 90, you are, you express yourself in different ways and fashion is timeless. And I think that the, the fashion that I do create for people is timeless. So therefore I gravitate to designers that are timeless in certain ways. I don't necessarily go with what the trends are. I do love things that are on point. So don't get me wrong. I I do, but not everything suits everybody. So there is, you know, everybody's body is different and everybody is different. And I think that fashion is something that as long as you feel good in, it's something that you can rock for the rest of your life. And nobody should tell you what you can and cannot wear. All it is, is clothing. We're not talking about, you know, rocket scientists here, you know, you know, doing surgery. If you want to put something on because it makes you feel good, go for it. And I've been like that my entire life. I think you're with other people. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about myself when I've spoken to other people because when I worked for Marilyn Brooks, I was quite young. I was only 19 or I I was 19 when I started working for her part-time or 20. Right. So my customers were a lot older than I was at the time, but I had that energy that was able to show them what works on them. Right. So today in the store, I serve girls that are like, eight years old. And I serve people that are 80 something years old and I serve them equally. It makes me think, Naomi, that you are pivoting what the term, like when we say timeless in fashion, it, I think in, in the past, it has meant a particular silhouette or item like a black cigarette pant a la Audrey Hepburn is timeless. But I think as you're talking, I'm wondering if your definition of timeless is that quality piece that you were talking about at the beginning, because timeless to everyone should now mean something different. If, you know, the jacket with the sequin sleeves and the, you know, hand painted, you know, lapels is what makes me feel great every single time, then that should be what is timeless for me. That's no. And I, I, that is correct. So I think that having something that 
because it's not disposable clothing that I'm selling, right? So if you're buying disposable clothing, that's a whole other story. But with what we do, there's so much love that's put into every piece that we do that like I was actually going to wear something else today that I had and it just, it just, I decided not to. Uh, and it was a, one of my favorite pieces from 20 years ago. And if you saw it today, you'd think it's the same thing. There are certain things that are just timeless. And to me, when you have something that has a little bit of either edge to it or a little bit of playfulness to it, there is no right or wrong time to wear it. There might be a right temperature of weather, you know, like a season to wear it, but it's really timeless. And that's when people are talking about what we do at Rock and Karma. Most people would say it's timeless. But as far as getting women who are over a certain age, there's no doubt that the older you get, the more you realize that you've got to enjoy each day. And why do you need to look a certain way? There, you don't. You look. You 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 dress as what feels right for you. And the thing that I'm able to do is help somebody get to that to that point where I can show them something that works on them, still looking appropriate for what they want it for and not looking inappropriate for age. Um, just showing them what works on their body type so that when they walk out, they feel good about themselves as opposed to wearing this something like that's in a box that, you know, they're, they've been told they have to wear. I, I I know that a lot of your pieces often have a a statement on them that I I am now seeing very much as some of the like foundational beliefs or mantras of rock and karma and of you. One of my favorites is wear whatever the fuck you want. Yes. Well, what that, are some of those? Uh, what are just as we wrap up? What are some yes. of those other kind of you know statements that are literally on the clothing so that people wear their beliefs? Okay. So one of them would be, I have nothing to wear because that's just a joke because we all have so much, right? So I have nothing to wear because, you know, we always go into our closet and say, I have nothing to wear. Like when you're sitting there with a whole closet full of stuff, that's one of my favorites. And one of them, which I think resonates to a lot of people, which would resonate to yourself would be, be your own kind of beautiful because what's beautiful to one person is not to another. So whatever, you know, works for you. I'm just looking at something else right now in the store and it says ski bum on the back of it. Right. Uh, there's, there's so, there's so many different things. Uh, I, I, but I wear whatever the fuck I want to wear really came from a place where I think being in design, people always had something to say. And I wanted people to know that it doesn't matter how old you are, where you come from, you wear what works for you and don't let anyone ever tell you. Otherwise, you know, that's where that comes from. So that is, oh. that's that. Naomi, thank you so much for being here today. If people want to follow uh, Rock and Karma on social or check out the online store or come down to Queen West, where are the best places for people to find and follow you? I am on Instagram under Rock and Karma and I'm at 789 Queen Street West in the heart of Toronto. And those are the two places that are best. And there's always a website that's Rock and Karma as well. I thank you so much, my dear Donna. You are so welcome. And that's R-O-C-K-N-K-A-R-M-A, Rock and Karma. And they're all linked below. Naomi, thank you so, so much. Thank you so much, Donna. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me here on Fashion Talks. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with 
your friends, your family, on your networks, it would mean the world to me. Fashion Talks is done in partnership with the Canadian Arts and Fashion Awards. You can find out more about them at Kappa Awards, C-A-F-A-W-A-R-D-S on Instagram. This episode was produced by Jason Perrier. You can find him on Instagram at a Jason Perrier. You can follow the pod at Fashion Talks Pod, and you can follow me at This Is Donna B. All of us on Instagram. I hope you will join us again next week. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.